Hello? Hello? Chloe Garside, when I tell you that after the day I have had, this is the only place I want to be. I'm so excited to be with you today. I'm excited to be with you and the besties and just escape to EFBF world because that's where I belong. I love spending time with you. I'm glad that that makes you feel better on a day that just dragged on and wasn't so fun. So on that note, though, tell me about some things that have been fun. Like, tell me about things that you've been up to lately. So I've actually been up to a lot since the last time we've done our regular episodes. I took a little trippy Anya to Washington, D.C., which was super fun. I've been to Washington before when I was in like eighth grade, I believe. But this time, obviously, I was older, so I got to do new and fun things. And I went with Jared. And it was honestly so much fun. It was so different going now than when I was younger. We did so much stuff in like a short amount of time. We did the Botanical Garden. We went to art museums. We stayed in this bougie ass hotel. It was the Intercontinental right beside the White House. And when I tell you, I was like, oh, well, this is the 1%. This is definitely I'm the youngest resident residing here for the night. Like it was definitely bougie. I felt super Lux in the hotel. He was giving old money, you guys. It really was. I'll post some pictures of the hotel. Like, I was giving everything and more. I was obsessed. And one thing that I want to mention that we did was we went to a speakeasy that I found. And guys, it was super, super cool. So I didn't tell Jared where we were going. And it was down this, like, street and down like the staircase underground kind of like a basement and jared didn't know he was like are we going into someone's apartment i was like jared calm down babes like we got it together and it was this giant like body mirror and you opened it up and it was a doorway that led into a bar and it was so cool it was like small eclectic a little if you will and it was just like a fun experience just to like go to a fun bar especially since we're not from the town so doing something that is like unique and something that we don't do every day was something that i wanted to mention i love that especially the fact that jared was like nervous i can so see the whole situation i can see it before my eyes (laughs) it's so funny but i agree like to me sometimes even if the decor isn't exactly like my taste or like what my usual go-to would be It's fun just to do something different and pop in and like explore something for a little while. A hundred percent. And the whole trip was like that, honestly. We did so many fun things and it's really interesting to go to the capital of your country and just like see like all the monumental stuff. And we always say like America has no history, especially like where we're from. There's like nothing to see. But there there's actually like history and like interesting things about America. So just was fun to explore and just get out of North Carolina for a little bit. So I had to mention a little Washington trip. Because he's a patriot. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I love the USA. But other than Washington, a little fun side note. So I have been working with Chloe's boyfriend's mother, Mary, a.k.a. everyone's best friend's biggest fan, who we all know we love. We've mentioned Mary before in the podcast. And I've been helping her out with some graphic design. And she was beyond generous. And she got me and Jared tickets to the opera in North Carolina. And when I tell you guys, this was just like something spontaneous that she did not have to do whatsoever. This is just like something that added on. And when I tell you when I got this in my email, my mouth was on the ground, tears in my eyes. It was just like 
I felt like, oh my God, someone's thinking of me like right now. Like what in the world is going on? Like it honestly took me by surprise in the best way possible. And it's another thing that I've never done before. It's a unique experience. And when I tell you guys, it was so bougie. Like the venue was so nice. Another situation where I was definitely the youngest person in the room, but in the best way possible. Like it was my first opera, so I didn't know what to expect, but it blew my expectations out of the water. Everything, it was so much fun. And I just had to shout Mary out for that because that was so thoughtful. Not to mention you like, guys looked amazing, like beyond amazing. Uh, stop. Uh, I was drooling. <laughs> It was so fun. So I just had to shout that out. And if you've never been to an opera, I highly recommend we went to the Barber of Seville. 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 The Barber of Seville? Seville? I don't know. No disrespect. Look it up though. It's super good. Super fun. I love the opening. It said, I laugh at everything so I don't cry or something like that. And I'll post a picture on Instagram because I was like, oh, wow. So they really targeted me. The target audience was reached. Like, yep, okay, I feel attacked in this moment, but in the best way possible. So overall, so much fun. And then the last thing I have to mention is we went thrifting for our apartment, me and Jared, and we found this super cool vintage wine poster from France and it's beautiful. It's in the Art Nouveau style, which was one of my favorite styles of graphic design I learned about in college. So I was like, oh my goodness. And it was like reasonably priced. So we just bought a new frame for it and it was perfect, just what we needed. And anytime I can go thrifting, I'm down. So that's what I've been up to the past couple of weeks. I love that. I was obsessed with Garrett going to the opera. Obviously, I knew about it before he went. So I could not wait to hear all about it. And then obviously, like, a thrift find. I'm obsessed. I saw it. I am obsessed. It's so good. Right. But I want to know, Chloe, what have you been up to the past couple of weeks? Fill me in, bestie. So it's been the same old, same old. Like, I didn't go anywhere. I didn't see the opera or anything. <laughs> but I've been working a good bit, you know, the usual. And then these past few days, I've been home solo because Mitchell has been on a business trip, a pretty important one. We've had some pretty serious life changes going on over here, here but they're kind of personal ones. So just know that I've been celebrating and doing some fun things behind the scenes but other than that what Garrett uh, no I because I know what they are <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's been weird being home solo I'm going to pick Mitchell up tonight from the airport so I'm excited to go get him I cannot wait this has been a weird business trip because I think I've talked to him for a total of like two minutes in like the last three days I have barely spoken to him don't know what happened don't know how his huge meetings went so i've just been like bebopping around here in the apartment alone with luffy for days and i'm like <laughs> this is starting to get a little weird no i know how it feels i hate being alone especially after the first few days like the funness of it or like the excitement of being alone wears off i'm like okay it's it's over now come back and then also not be able to speak to him really because he's been busy i cannot imagine and it just sucks because my my days off are work days for everybody else, so I can't even call people to chat. Everyone I know is at work. I'm like, wait, should you just call me at work? And like, I can't speak, but I'll text you responses. And yes. like, we'll just have a, a live stream all day. I'm down. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, I have to freaking go back to work tomorrow, but you can call me on Saturday and I'll sneak an earpiece into my ear. There you go. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's time to get into our obsessed because you have a long list of things. And honestly, your list is my list. You just beat me to it. So let's get into it. We need to talk about this. It's a lot, guys. Like, we have a lot to cover. So first and foremost, as everyone should know, if you don't know, the Grammys happened this past Sunday. And obviously, a few episodes ago, we did some predictions. And if you guys are interested, we could go through the full list again later on if you guys want to know, like, everyone who won. But we want to highlight the top moments from the Grammys because, boy, oh, boy, it was a little too sickening at points. So our girl, Miley Cyrus, pulled through with her first two ever Grammys for her song, Flowers! Amazing. I have so many feelings because obviously she should have won everything. Well, she should have won everything this year and she, well, like, you know, for this Grammy. And she should have won Grammys in the past. But the way she handled it, the way she won, the way that she gave her cute little speech and danced and sang, I was eating it all up like dessert. Like, Miley, this is the Miley that we know, that we love. And it makes me sick that the general public is now trying to praise her when they all used to shit her for years during her bangers era, during all the past eras. And we've been there through everything. And I am just so proud of Miley. Guys, if you have not seen her Flowers performance at the Grammys, it's a must watch. That was the first public performance ever of Flowers. And when I tell you, I was gagging the whole time. She did like little ad libs, like speaking throughout and... She is just so camp and, dare I say, C-U-N-T-Y. Like, she just is serving. Like, she's everything and more. Like, she was just feeling herself. She was having fun, I could tell also. And she was like, you know what? Like, I want to be here. And I loved her speeches, too, because she kind of, like, shaded the Grammys a little bit. It was like, guys, you don't need this. Like, yeah, I'm happy about it. But, like, low-key, like, this is way overdue. So, like, she was just kind of having fun. And it's like, you know what? I am a bad bitch. And the hair, the outfits, like, everything was... Too Amazing. Good. And you know what? I started to cry and then remembered. I just won my first Grammy. <laughs> so good. Like, Miley, you deserve the flowers. You've got your flowers. And so good. But coming off that high, high is very low, low. Lana Del Rey did not win a single Grammy. So at this point, I'm like kind of over it. And I'm also kind of okay this is a hot take so if you watch the grammys you know that taylor swift and lana Del Rey were seated seated together and they did the red carpet together and there's videos all over social media of them together and taylor swift brought lana Del Rey on stage when she won yeah. album of the year i just don't know how i feel about it like obviously taylor like she's at her prime so obviously her bringing lana up and giving her moment as she should like if i was there i'd be like lana you deserve this like i don't even want it but at the same time, it's just like was uncomfortable. Like Lana wasn't comfortable in my opinion. I don't know. Obviously, I haven't spoken to Lana, but I just feel so bad for Lana. Like I could just see it in her. She was just like, are you kidding me? She didn't even win alternative album of the year. Paramore did, which no it's shade sick. to Paramore. Not, yeah, like, no shade to Paramore, but it's sick that Lana has not won. And I feel like they're teasing her or like playing with her like. I don't know. I, I mean, it's hard for me. It makes me very sad. But I just had to mention it because like, I was expecting Lana to take at least one home. But now, moving on from Miss Lana Del Rey, we had 
Some musical announcements throughout the Grammys that I want to touch on. First off, Taylor Swift announced her new album, The Tortured Poets Department. And then Casey Musgraves announced a new era during the Grammys. She's posted Instagram pictures now. And we now know that Thursday, February 8th is her new single. And I'm super excited to see how she's going to deliver because last era was Starcross, which is about her divorce. So I'm excited to see what she's going to do with this new era see what she has to offer and any casey as you guys know from last episode golden hour we're obsessed so i'm so excited to see what she has up her sleeve i'm so excited too and i'm looking at it and i'm like oh my gosh this is gonna be like a country bumpkin redneck summer and i'm kind of here for it like <laughs> let's get down to our roots because we're gonna have the tortured poets department might end up being kind of like a country vibe at least like a little bit of a down home kind of feeling and then casey musgraves and then we've got lana doing it and then we've got miley like if nothing else i can always just tune into backyard sessions yeah <laughs> let's get hoedown throwdown going yeah exactly so i'm so excited to see what both of those girls have up their sleeves but those are the big highlights from the grammys honestly very impressed. Miley stole the show in my eyes. MVP. Her outfit. I have to go back to the flowers performance for a second. But her Bob Mackie outfit was a little too sickening. And I'm a little too obsessed with that. So that will be on the Instagram if you're interested. But that's basically it. Do you have any other comments for the Grammys you want to add before we move on? I don't think so. I mean, all in all, I just don't look at the Grammys as a fair, like, comparison honestly it means less to me than it did years ago like when someone wins a grammy i'm like oh congratulations like that's fun and fresh but i don't look at an artist and i'm like well you don't have a grammy so you must not be a talented artist because clearly that's not the case a hundred percent i don't i don't know how the grammys are given out but i don't agree with it it's not fair and that's the tea and that's a lot to say on that so moving on Going back to Miss Lana Del Rey. <laughs> now this girl, I swear. Guys, it's not that I want to talk about her every episode. Well, I do. But, I mean, she's been all up in the news recently. So, at a pre-Grammy event, I believe. It could have been at the Vanity Fair party. I could be wrong. I'll allege. I don't know exactly where she was. But Miss Lana Del Rey was on stage. And she announced that she will be releasing a country album titled Lasso in September with Jack Antonoff and they've been working on it for the past four years going all around the country recording in different studios and obviously she released Take Me Home Country Roads so that's probably leading into the country but all alleged because I do love Miss Lana Del Rey but she loves to say a title and a date throw it out there and just let it come and go. She just like throws things out there. So we'll see if it sticks. I'm very excited because anything Lana does, we're obviously here for. But Chloe, what are your opinions on Miss Lana Del Rey tackling a country album? I'm so excited. I've already seen so many TikToks, so many social media posts about this being, you know, people being really excited and saying that they're feeling seen by Lana. <laughs> because I, I truly think only Lana can make real life small town country life mm -hmm. feel glamorous and cool and exciting <laughs> because Lana's not going to sugarcoat things like sugarcoat things and she's gone and explored some of these actual small towns where like 
She was working at Waffle House. House. (laughs) Like the Waffle House. And the little IGA grocery store, the independent grocer, is like all that there is in the town. And maybe one bar that's like sticky floors. So I think that this is going to be an amazing album. I'm already kind of losing my shit about it, to be honest. Like I'm really, really excited. And I think it's going to be really pretty, too. Yeah, I think she's going to do it in the best way possible. I'm excited to get into my country era, officially, like, back to our home Georgia roots. <laughs> you know, Mitchell says that you use the word era at least once in every single episode. So, there it is for today, your country era. I- I'm in my era's era. <laughs> That's the truth, if nothing else. But yeah, I'm super excited. Lana, give it to me, country. And speaking of music releases, Miss Miley Cyrus has been up to something. Now, obviously, a couple episodes ago, we mentioned her doctor tease at the Louis Vuitton fashion show. And now, recently, she's done a photo shoot. And she's been doing this hair, Chloe. Have you noticed? Like, this, like, beehive blowout, like hairstyle what are your opinions yeah oh i've noticed she's doing like a blast from the past she's been mentioning some of her idols she's been going back like she said tina turner at the grammys i'm pretty sure was one of the ladies that she said but it's just you know i think she's exploring different things i think maybe we might have like an 80s inspired album coming from her Okay, I'm there. Or it could just be like, hey, I want to go 80s. and Or like, hey, I want to go wild and go big for the Grammy. It's like, you never know with Miley, and that's part of the fun. Exactly, you never know. So I could just be all speculation around her, but I'm just excited. I feel like she does have something up her sleeve. Like I said, could be totally wrong, but I'm excited for Miss Miley. And I love that Lana and Miley are gearing up again together because like we always mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, we opened with Lana and Miley releasing stuff. So I love that. And I have to move on to some news that is happy inside at the same time, quoting Casey Musgraves. So I was on Twitter the other day and all of a sudden I see one of my favorite people pop up on my feed and it's Wendy Williams. And I'm like, what the hell? Like for a long time, there's been this trend of like, there's been like 320 days without a Wendy Williams sighting. Like no one knows where she went. And it's all just very confusing. I get a dark energy from it. It's very mysterious and I don't know how I feel about it, but Wendy Williams will be releasing a two-part documentary coming out February 24th and 25th. It's going to be a total of four and a half hours long going over where has Wendy been? And it goes, it's scary. It like talks about a lot of stuff. It makes me very sad for Wendy. She's going through a lot of stuff. She had like a guardianship, like people put her under like financial like pause where she like couldn't spend her own money and then I believe allegedly she took up going to drugs again and just a lot of stuff's happening and I feel very bad for Wendy but I'm very excited to see what her story is because Wendy Williams is not one to hide away from the truth she'll tell it like it is even on herself when she was going through her messy divorce she spilled the tea on herself she's like I did it for years on everyone else like I will tell you the truth so even when she's farting on stage she'll tell you that she's farting on stage I mean, the tea is the tea, the truth is the truth, and she's there to give it to you. And 
I don't know. I will keep you updated. I will be watching February 24th and 25th. So be there, be square. And I'm just praying for Wendy. Peace and love always. How you doing? We're keeping you alive. And I pray to God she's back on my screen one day in any capacity. I will take it. Oh my gosh. I'm dead. <laughs> and that's my, that's my spill on this Wendy for the day. But moving to some lighter news. I have some really good really really good news you know what groundhog i fuck with you this year because i needed this more than ever we're getting an early spring from mr groundhog himself groundhog's day did us right this year an early spring i needed i'm craving itching for the warmer weather for the tiktoks that i sing chloe of like the chirping crickets and this like the pretty grown grass i'm just ready to see green and be warm and to go outside like i'm craving it chloe i am craving it too except for the fact that it's already hitting here in austin because it's already freaking like getting hot at the end of the day here so i'm not quite ready for all that oh. i'm not quite <laughs> that ready but i do love it and honestly there's something else that i thought you were going to be talking about that we should be excited about that's coming up that's going on right now and i really need you to move right along and talk about it because i'm so excited Okay, okay. I just saw this today and I've been freaking out and wanting to talk to you about it. What's going on? Tell me what's happening. So the last thing I've been obsessed with is the collaboration between two of me and Chloe's favorite podcast. And I'm a little jealous that we weren't the ones to give this interview, but hey, I'll take what I can get. Tish and Brandy were on Call Her Daddy. Like, Chloe, the last thing I was expecting on my timeline. What about you? It came out of nowhere. I wasn't like surprised as in like it didn't make sense because I was like, oh my God, that totally makes sense. But I was still surprised just like, oh shit, why didn't I think of that? Like, why didn't I think that that was going to happen? Yeah. They got me. They got me. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is a little too good. And today I had the privilege of listening to it. It's on Spotify. I believe it's actually everywhere if you want to listen to it. And it's so good. Tish and Brandy, I just am obsessed with them. They're so funny. And I love seeing them get interviewed. Like, I, what Alex Cooper did is what I want EFBF to be. Like, if we could have those two girlies on a couch in front of us, Kiki, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's where we need to be. Like, getting all the tea from them, piping hot. We would be there, Chloe, for eight hours straight, just getting the tea, gossiping, like, our whole lives. We've known each other. It's true. It was so interesting to just hearing Tish and Brandy talk and like getting asked these questions that I've never heard their responses to. And Alex really did good. I have to commend her like because obviously that's a big role to take up. Like Brandy and Tish don't do that many interviews that I know of or that I'm aware of. So for her to get them together and ask these questions and the way they delivered and gave us the tea and the, also just... Hearing them talk about like Noah and Miley, like that's their family, which is just so crazy how stacked this family is. Like Alex was like, oh, can you like break down the family tree for me? I was like, don't, because it's a little too iconic. <laughs> like it's too Literally good. like, what the fuck? That is crazy. That's the part that gets me is them just casually talking about their family. And it's like, oh no, to me, you just listed like, 30% of my favorite <laughs> musical artists. 
literally yeah too fucking good so it was just super fun seeing them and it was a really interesting interview and i learned a lot so if you haven't listened go listen if you're interested in the cyrus family and yeah that's what i've been obsessed with boo what about you I love it. I've been obsessed with a lot of the stuff that you're obsessed with this week, honey. I'll be honest with you. But other than that, I've been watching Vanderpump Rules from the beginning. That's been fun. And I also watched the new season of Love on the Spectrum, season two. I watched that last night while I ate my dindin. So good. Abby, Abby goes to Africa. I love Abby and David. They're my favorite couple of the whole thing. I'm obsessed. It's so fun. So, yeah, I've just been doing that. I've been rewatching a show I watched when I was younger called Ugly Betty with America Ferreira, who's, like, getting a little bit of attention right now because she was in um, the Barbie movie, too. So, like, I remember her from Ugly Betty, but she was just in the Barbie movie. Anyways, all good stuff, just kind of couch potato lounging. You know, with the three Sundays, and I say, quote, Sunday, because my Sundays are in the middle of the week this you know, currently with this job, but my day off, my second day off consecutively for four weeks in a row, I have stuff to do and I mean to do it. And then I just fall asleep on the couch and like blackout for hours. <laughs> She's, I'm tired. I work too hard. I'm a tired girl. I do work too hard. She's working hard. If anyone who knows me, who works with me and hears this, I work too hard. Y'all give me another day off. <laughs> she needs a break. She's begging. She's pleading. I'm tired. I'm tired. Well, that was a pretty full obsessive, if I do say so myself. So I think everyone's satisfied. And I think it's time to move on to music of the week. Music of the week. Every time. That's my standard for you now. Every time we do music of the week. Yeah, so... My song of the week is Fame by David Bowie because that's what I was jamming out to in my silent disco this past week. For anyone who's confused, my silent disco is when it's Tuesday night, which is my Friday night, and Mitchell is in bed because it's, you know, Tuesday night and he has work the next day, but I don't. So I want to be up and party and drink and like dance and not always drink, but sometimes I I do. Like in this case, I have a little bit of rose. And so I put on my little beats and I dance around and I have a little silent dance party. And this week, the feature song was Fame by David Bowie. Iconic. I do have the privilege of sometimes witnessing Chloe's silent dance parties. And it's an honor. It's a privilege. I love waking up to them. Jared's like, I heard your phone like blaring 200 messages last night i was like oh don't worry about it she's good she's having fun everything's fine what do you mean <laughs> this is normal it's a daily occurrence babes <laughs> okay so tell me garrett because i saw this song on your music of the week and i was like oh the second i read it it started jamming in my head like i couldn't get the song out of my head so tell <laughs> us what's your song of the week okay so this song is inspired by the grammys it is Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. And if you don't know, you do know. And if you don't know, you need to know. It's just a little bit too good. So I really didn't know the backstory of what's going on right now. But Luke Combs, I believe that's how you say his name, did a mm-hmm. cover of this song that went very 
famous, very viral, everyone loved it, and he was really getting like a lot of credit for it. So at the Grammys, they introduced it with Luke Holmes telling the history about Tracy Chapman and how much of a bad bitch she was. Like, slay the game, iconic, legendary, and no one knew, but they were about to perform the song together. Guys, tears ah. in my eyes. Tears oh in my eyes. When I saw Tracy up there, I said, <gasps> and she sounds so good, just like the recording, an icon, a living legend, and go give Tracy her flowers. Go stream Tracy, we love her, and you gotta find Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, Garrett, so I'm a little bit anxious, so let's just rip the band-aid off because it's time to get into our main course, the Valentine's Day party from hell. It makes me nervous to even talk about. Actually, everyone listen up right now because I'm not even kidding with you. That was a little inhaler puff. I'm a little nervous. Don't be nervous. Like, this is a story that we've had in our back pocket since we've started, and we've saved it specifically for Valentine's Day week. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone, because I believe the next time we speak, Valentine's Day will be over. So happy early Valentine's Day from EFBF. Oh, my God. You are a cutie. <laughs> be mine, question mark. Please. Love you guys. Anyway, anywho. So going along with that theme... We're going to be telling you about, as Chloe just said, a Galentine's Day party from hell. Now, when I tell you guys, buckle this in. This night made me almost want to never host anything ever again for the rest of my life. Like, it was bad. Like, just wait, because no one, ha no, you don't know where the story's about to go, but just be prepared. So let's take you back to February 15th. 2019 which already is a whole era in and of itself chloe so tell me where were we during this time what was it like what was garrett and chloe doing during this era of their life so this was when i was living in my apartment right off of campus and i, I had my cute little spot like we loved it we were always there we were hanging out and we decided let's throw a galentine's day party because at this point, like we both had a pretty good group of friends, things were going well, and we were like, let's just ball out and fucking do it. We might as well. So we got a bunch of decorations. You guys, like this party had some budget for like the level of like college party, girls' night hangout situation that it was. So we went all out, we got decorations, we got cute snacks and food and made stuff. Like, Garrett, you dig into just a little bit like the decor the setup and then we'll we'll switch back and we'll get back into the story so like chloe said obviously any party we throw is gonna be full out we're gonna deck it out make it this cutest it can be and i remember going to dollar tree buying like 50 balloons and my car I have a video of me like oh my god like my car is actually full of balloons right now and yes this is the prime of me and chloe in college i would say like we were like mm -hmm. top tier like we were this is the time we were like really putting the effort in to go out, like hanging out, like doing everything we can. We were yes men, like, yes, we want to do it. Yes, yes, yes. And we were just having the best time ever. So this is our time to shine. We like went full out, like Chloe said, food, decor, everything, 
outfits, babes. Like, we were wearing the cutest little outfits, had accessories, made a little, like, photo booth area. So, you get the image, we went there, we have videos and pictures we'll be posting, but you see it, you get the vibe. Yes, and the plan was that people would come over, we would kind of just, like, eat some snacks, maybe play some games, hang out, talk, listen to music, vibe. It was very chill. Like, it was always going to be a chill night. For me, at least, like, I didn't care what any of my friends wanted to do. For me, though, I was never planning on really, like, pre-gaming to go out. Mm -mm. My night was the Galentine's night. Like, that was what I wanted to do, and then I was going to go to bed. Yeah. So, Garrett had asked me if he could invite one of his friends from work where he was working, and I had only met her once, like, very, very briefly, like, walking through the store, basically. So... I was like, sure. I mean, the more the merrier. Like, I don't care. Of course you can invite her. So she was one of the few people who was going to be there that I really didn't know. And that definitely came back to bite me in the butt. Right, Garrett? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So for my POV, this girl was like a work friend. We never hung out before outside of work. It was just someone I was like, oh, she's like chill. She's cool. And like Chloe said, the more the merrier. We wanted to like more people we like Chloe said it wasn't like a house party we like we like knew everyone that was gonna come and like we didn't want anything more it was very chill vibes like right it was super cool so I was trying to be like nice and just exploring like hey extend the invite right just something fun exactly. something cool this like could have this could have been the way that we made like another new best friend so it was like of course yes invite her totally and of course it was the one person too that like we knew the least like I met her, like I said, through work a few times, and Chloe's met her like once in passing. So it was very new, and yeah, we're just trying to be nice. So we're going to call her Abby, just for the sake of this story, but her name obviously is not Abby. So we're just chilling, everyone starts to come in, everything's going swell, we're taking pictures, music's going, food's going, everyone's laughing, having a great time. And we start playing like games, like board games, card games, and drinking have, games. Yeah, drinking games, having so much fun. And I remember at one point, Chloe goes to the bathroom and I go to her room. She's like, chit chat for a second. And all of a sudden, I hear my name being mentioned, like Garrett. And I was like, oh my God, it's my turn. Like, sorry, like I forgot. And I go out there to a scene that turned the night around. And when I tell you what I saw, was Abby having an episode of some sorts where she is screaming her lungs out. I have chills because I'm like visioning it now. It was like so scary. She's running around at points laying on the ground, like full on crazy psychotic breakdown point. Don't know what happened in between at any point in time. It was a switch and everyone was like, what the actual fuck? Like no one felt safe. It was like, she turned the vibes off like she like switched everything yeah. and like ruined everything in two seconds it was so weird literally so bad to where like i feel like people probably question whether or not they even wanted to text me ever again because that situation <laughs> went down at my place so like garrett said he had come into my bath like my room with me I, we were in my bathroom and i was like washing my hands whatever like getting ready to go back in there and we were talking and we could hear everyone calling him and Garrett gets so excited and he's like, oh my God, they're calling me. I gotta go. Like turns <laughs> around. So he leaves and then I get this weird sense that something's not right. And when I open my bedroom door, 
Abby is literally laying and it's just like her torso up laying down face up on the floor right in front of my bedroom door and I'm like wait what the fuck is happening and like she keeps repeating this long numeric like sentence again and again like the same sentence I don't know what it was but it was the same string of numbers like 12 numbers again and again and again and she kept saying it and then she was just saying weird stuff like talking about Dante's Inferno and weird talking shit. about like hell or something but then also just talking about um like accounting class I think at some point or like talking about a class I can't even remember which one but I was like what is she talking about it was I had no idea what was going on and she grabbed onto my arm because I'm like trying to snap her the fuck out of it and I'm like yeah. what is happening because this seemed like a medical emergency or something like it was fucking freaky yeah so i'm trying to like snap her out of it and she grabs my arm and looks me dead in the eye and it starts talking about dante's inferno and i'm like Fuck this, <laughs> shit. this just got weird like i don't deal like i don't know what's going on but get this girl out of my house like get her out and like at this point everyone's leaving like i don't even blame people, like, people are scattering are, like, like, like cockroaches yeah like at this point me chloe and i think one of her roommates was there and it was just and abby and we didn't know what to do. Like, we were like, get out. Like, go. I love it because on the notes, the notes say people were like, what the fuck? What the w- WTF? F-f-f-f-f-? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And we were like, we had no, absolutely no idea what was going on. This girl was like, absolutely. Gone. The lights were on, but nobody was home. Like, she was gone, though. There was no getting through to her. So I start, like, snapping into, like, emergency mode because at this point it's like we can't just like kick her out like she's crazy right now she's going through some kind of an episode she'll literally get hit by a car and die or something if we just like put her outside literally so people start scattering and i was like just call the police like we need to get cops here yeah so instead of having cops come all the way up to my apartment and see like oh wow college kids drinking like whatever we decided we were going to walk her, kick her out, and get her downstairs. Mm-hmm. So it was the hardest thing ever to get her down the stairs. I remember that much. It was pissing me off, Because we're screaming at her, like, get the fuck out. Like, you're not welcome anymore. And also, we don't know if she has a boyfriend, her family, her friends. We don't know anything. Obviously, her phone's locked. And we're just like, get out. Like, it's been, like, 30 minutes at this point. Like, you've, you're, like, doing too much now. The police are on the way. Just go. Like, when we say she was screaming... Like, as if we were trying to kill her level screaming at certain points. Like, and it was just like, it was too much. It was out of, we were, we could not control the situation. So we, it takes literally like 30 minutes, but we get her down the stairs and the police get there. And (laughs) I don't even know how to explain this next part here, but like, First of all, I, I can't remember if an ambulance came immediately or if the police listened to us once they got there and then called the ambulance and it got there like pretty much immediately because our hospital's really close to the school anyways. But <laughs> the police are <laughs> walking up and she like flips a switch and goes from being like absolutely psychotic talking about the devil, like screaming around talking about numbers to trying to be sexy and trying to seduce them. And she starts doing like a cartoon looking like sexy walk where she's like crisscross her 
legs every step she takes and she's like walking like shaking her hips and she walks up to the police officer and literally does that thing where she like walks her fingers up his chest and is like trying to like (laughs) push up on him and he's like what the fuck and he basically walks away at that point and is like okay we don't even know what to do here like we need an ambulance (laughs) like what is going on and like they're like what like can you guys tell us anything like what is going on and we're like we don't know like, we just like, came out and she was like this. I have this. no idea what's happening. Like, I literally went to pee and I came back. And before the party, I was thinking kind of like as a joke, I should probably get the giant knives and pans, like, out of the sink before this party in case of emergency. Well, the emergency was this crazy person because she was, she was like, banging pots and pans, too. We forgot to mention that part. But she, like, went – the part – when we were in the bathroom, the reason why people started screaming and calling Garrett was because she had gone to the sink, grabbed the pots and pans out of the sink, and just started, like, slamming them onto the counter and onto each other and making a ton of noise. Anyways, so she starts getting dragged off to the ambulance screaming. Screaming. And we're talking to the cops, and we can just hear her <laughs> screaming in the ambulance still for, like, a while until she gets, like, taken away. We never talked to her again after this. Never. Um, Literally never. I was literally like, this is the most insane situation ever. After she left, we went up to my apartment and I leaned up against the oven and I had one of the biggest panic, like anxiety attacks in my life afterwards. Yeah. It was scary. It was so freaking weird and so much, so suddenly. And like, it's also just like the fact of how fast all everything changed she just like ruined it and like after that too she quit work and i literally never saw her again like and she after- went to go work at a sex store yep she worked at the sex store in our town and <laughs> that was the end of it like i don't know what happened to this day i have nothing else to say like, that was basically the end of it like which is so insane like i feel like we should know more but i wasn't gonna reach out i wasn't gonna insert myself in anything and you don't know how she would have felt like the next day when she woke up in the hospital like was she angry did she want to kill us like was she fine was she like my bad like we were scared the whole thing was freaking weird i don't even know if our explanations did it justice but it was bizarre it was crazy it was one of the most bizarre nights of my life (laughs) it like drains me just thinking about it like after talking about it i'm like oh my god i feel like i just relived it i'm tired (laughs) i'm tired (laughs) so with that being said guys be aware of who you invite over and make sure you actually know them and be careful with the friends that you bring home from work so just trust your instinct and always be around a group of people so if they are insane they'll show their colors before you they get to you i think a a good rule of thumb too if possible i just thought about this if you're ever going to hang out with a new friend or a friend from work a great way to do it is to try and invite them to hang out with you and an existing friend that you already have so that you've got someone there who's like got your back and you guys are on the same wavelength you're on the same page you already have trust built there because like if i had dealt with this galentine's party garrett was one of the only people who didn't leave my side but every quote-unquote friend of mine that was at that party dipped because of the fear that the cops would catch them for drinking or something Mm -hmm. and they were all out of there and i had to handle this crazy person by myself it was the most absurd thing ever it was scary it was crazy and 
a story that we'll live on to tell. And thank goodness that's over now. A lesson learned, like, no, be in public if you want to meet someone, like a friend outside of work and just- That shit crazy. Crazy. Like, watch you. Use a great example of a show that proves that you just never, ever, ever know. And on that note, <laughs> I hope everyone has a fantastic Valentine's Day. I hope everyone's Valentine's Day party and plans do not go as wrong as ours did. And I hope y'all enjoyed that crazy story because, like we said, that is a story we will never forget until the day we die. Hey, also, from everyone's favorite best friends, I have a little tip, a little piece of advice. You don't have to take it, but here it is. If you have a date with like someone from Hinge, someone you've never met, a stranger or an online dating website person for Valentine's Day, just go ahead and cancel that. You can always do a date with them later, but just don't don't do that. Don't do that. Another another event, another day, another holiday, just not not Valentine's Day. Don't do it because that's when the crazies come out, like you don't know what kind of emotional charge they have going on behind that day like things can be just don't just don't do it you never just know save valentine's day for when you are in a safe trusting loving relationship and celebrate then or just don't celebrate it since it's a holiday made by card companies to profit off of people trust your besties on this one guys like take the <laughs> advice it's real advice and i'm getting 50 wings from the, the local hot wings place and bringing them home and eating them while I watch Orange is the New Black for Valentine's Day. That's my plan. I love that. My plan is to get the heart-shaped Pizza Hut pizza and watch <laughs> some Real Housewives. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I'm hoping that it. they arrange my wings into a heart shape. They should. You should request it. <laughs> Please I and thank agree. you. <laughs> I or love give it. me a heart-shaped ramekin of ranch dressing. Now that. It's something I want to partake in. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, guys, I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode. And do not forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at EFBF Podcast, where we post all the behind the scenes content and let you guys know when we upload new episodes. Yes. And we are available on Spotify and Amazon Music. So don't forget to download, rate, and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Good. Bye. Bye.